It's time to get away from it all. Doesn't matter if you say you or y'all. Let's all get out there and have some fun. Bluff City Outdoor Show is for Welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Thank you, Barry Woods, and indeed, welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Leah. My partner, Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, is out this week traveling once again. This has been, this is like show season for the folks in the fishing industry. He has been all around the Midwest uh, with Bluff City Outdoors, going to various fishing shows around the country, and it's been a very, very busy time, but it's been a fantastic time, and we've actually got a chance to meet and and pick up some new fans from around the uh, area, around the country, and if you are one of those, then we are so happy that you are with us for another show. Of course, you can hear the Bluff City Outdoors show every Saturday morning here on News Talk STL at 11 a.m. It's probably where you're listening, but you can also get our show as a podcast. We put the show out as a podcast shortly after we get off the air each and every week on basically every podcast platform. So whatever your favorite one is, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, whatever it may be, many, many more uh, if you just follow us on your favorite podcast platform, you will get a fresh episode of the Bluff City Outdoors show uh, delivered to you each and every week. And we have met folks around the country that don't live in the St. Louis area, so can't listen to us on News Talk STL, at least over the radio. Of course, you can always listen to our stream on our website, on our app, or on Alexa, all those types of places but that have just discovered us via the podcast. So welcome to the show and thank you for being here and spread the word. We will do, we do this show each and every week, as I mentioned, and uh, whether you can listen on at News Talk STL or be a part of the podcast, we certainly appreciate you being here. Speaking of Bluff City Outdoors, it is a super exciting time here. I cannot believe that next month is March. (laughs) Hey, this, I don't want to, I don't want to like, tempt fate and say that we had, you know, that we had a great winter because we certainly had some cold. I mean, here at the radio station, we had frozen water pipes, for goodness sake, that uh, flooded the building. So it's not like there wasn't some, there wasn't some cold temperatures and there wasn't some snow, but I think by and large, we kind of got lucky. I don't want to tempt fate though and brag about it. And then all of a sudden the other shoe drops, but Unbelievably, this this week, this coming week is March, which is awesome for people that want to get out and enjoy the great outdoors because hopefully some of that nicer weather, warmer temperatures are right around the corner and you will get that ability to do so. And also with March uh, arriving also means that the spring sale out at Bluff City Outdoors is going to be here and that happens just once a year. And it is the first weekend of March, so it's next weekend, and it is the best prices on everything in the building every year, and it's only over the weekend. So I think it starts on Thursday, but you definitely want to get out to Bluff City Outdoors over the weekend, next weekend, first weekend of March, and take advantage of the spring sale. It is the perfect time to go out there and stock up the tackle box. If you haven't been out there since they opened up the new... Um, expansion out at Bluff City Outdoors. It's also a great reason to go out and visit them. 
Uh, of course, they have everything you need for your next fishing trip, from gear to lures to bait to whatever. They have you covered. They can even hook you up with a guided fishing tour on the Mississippi River. They have you covered. They have for decades been the go-to place for anglers around the area. And now, as I mentioned, they have the new expansion out there, a state-of-the-art archery range that is beautiful and tons of fun. And they have the state-of-the-art techno hunt range, which is sort of a digital uh, hunt. And it is something that you will not find anywhere in our area. There is nothing like the techno hunt system out at Bluff City Outdoors Anywhere near here, and uh, so if you want to check that out, you have to go out to Bluff City Outdoors. You can join a league out there if you enjoy shooting and um, just take advantage of, of the, the archery range and the techno hunt system and take advantage of these great sale prices coming next weekend as part of the Bluff City Outdoors spring sale. You can find them in Alton. They're just about a mile east of Alton, or about a mile east of Fast Eddie's, excuse me. About a mile east of Fast Eddie's, good landmark to use for Alton uh, there. And if you need the address or you need any more details, you can always just go to bluffcityoutdoors.com. Um, coming up on today's show, of course, we will bring you the weekend fishing report. We have the fishing report each and every week for you. And as we finally make this transition and get into the month of March and hopefully get into some better weather, we're just a few weeks away also from uh, daylight savings time, which is fantastic. I think that happens on March 12th this year or whatever the Sunday is close to March 12th. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's March 12th. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, we're gonna have the we're gonna have longer days, more light in the afternoon, and just another signal, another sign that we are getting closer and closer to uh, the the time to be outside and enjoy the great outdoors. So uh, make sure that you go out and visit them, and, and you can find more at bluffcityoutdoors.com if you want to get uh, the address there for Bluff City. And as I mentioned, a great show coming up. We have the fishing report coming up in a few minutes, and today's guest is our buddy Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors. Lots to talk to Tim about today. I want to get kind of a recap on uh, the hunting season that uh, has just closed, get some of the numbers. I know that there was, um, last time we talked to him, it was kind of towards the end of archery season a few weeks ago. And uh, I know it was at, at that point, numbers had been really good. It had been a really great year for folks that have been out in the woods hunting this year. So, want to get some of those stats from him. Also want to just talk to him about some of the other issues that are facing uh, outdoorsmen around the bi-state area in Missouri and Illinois. Look forward to our next hunting seasons and uh, just talk about all of that stuff that's happening here in the uh, in the Missouri and Illinois area. So keep it here for all of that. We will be here for the next uh, little less than an hour for you with another edition of the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to 1019 and 941 News Talk STL. This is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. It was freezing the first day of the season. 
Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoors show on 101.9 and 94.1 News Talk STL. As I mentioned in that first segment, my name is Tony Colombo and I am here in studio with producer Leah, but my co-host, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, Mark McMurray, is out of town. He is at another show. It has been show season in the fishing industry here over the last several weeks. So Mark has been traveling all around the Midwest with Bluff City Outdoors, and he is out of town again this weekend. But he will be back in studio next with a, next weekend with us, and of course, just in time for the spring sale, as we talked about. Spring sale happening out at Bluff City Outdoors once a year. Opportunity to uh, take advantage of the lowest prices of the year out there at Bluff City Outdoors on all of their products. So make sure you are taking advantage of that. We'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on in the show as well. But it is time to talk to this week's guest. As I mentioned, joining us again on the show is our friend Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors. Buddy, how are you? Tony, Leah, it's good to be back on. I'm I'm actually doing pretty good. Excited about uh, getting out, and finding some sheds out in the woods, uh, out in the woods, and uh, uh, doing a little better than my deer season turned up. So, uh, so yeah, it's all it's all good. So you, there's a lot that I want to talk to you about, and as you know, I am not a um, I've I've been hunting a few times, but it's not my it's not my thing. I enjoy it. I just have never really, I've never really been exposed to it. My grandpa was a, a big hunter and he passed away the year he passed away when I was 15. We actually had plans that year for him to take me with him on his, when he went deer hunting, it would be the first time it would have been the first time that I would have done that. Oh, and dear. so, yeah, I missed that. Uh, I, I, you know, I missed that experience growing up. And so haven't been, you know, don't have as much experience hunting as I certainly do fishing, which I am out in the water every chance I get. But you just referenced something there that I thought I still knew most of the most things about hunting and hunting seasons and all of that. But shed hunting season? What is that? And what it what, what is what, what is that? I don't know what that is. I, I may it, sound stupid yeah. to a large group of our <laughs> listeners, but I know what deer season is. I know what turkey season is. I know what duck season is. I even know what uh, bear season is, but I don't know what shed season is. So please explain. It's it's uh, it's something that the Mark and Terry Drury uh, from Drury Outdoors actually popularized obviously people nice. have have found ant deer sheds antler sheds whitetail sheds for years and years but it had it didn't really come into vogue and become part of the hunting zeitgeist until these guys really you know they they would show it on their tv shows and uh and they would get groups of their buddies together and they would all go out and push through and shed hunt their properties and and it, it just gained in popularity and i think as as more people are spending more uh, more effort trying to kill uh, mature whitetails, they also want to put together a bigger story. Like they want to understand how the deer are using the the property. They want to understand if they made it through season, if they're healthy, and uh, and then just being able to kill a deer that you have history with, that you watch for years, maybe have some of his sheds from previous years. It's just another layer of enjoyment and satisfaction from uh, from the kill. 
So, um, so this time of year, especially in our area, the kind of Missouri, Illinois, bi-state area, this is a good time of year for bucks to be dropping their antlers out in the woods or wherever they happen to be. Um, and it's an, it's a chance for us as hunters to go out and do a little scouting and, uh, and then also find these sheds. In fact, I was out this past weekend and found a, a four point side. Hmm. So I was pretty excited deer that I had had pictures of. So it was neat to need to kind of put the, put two and two together there. And my buddy found a big right-hand side of a really nice deer that I was, I was targeting to kill, but never, never encountered. So I, I know that he's still around. He made it through so far through the winter. And uh, so it's exciting to kind of have that, have that history. And in fact, my buddy, Tony, my other buddy, Tony, found hey. the left side of the deer I found the right side too. So together we have a full <laughs> a full matching set, which is kind of neat. That's we like those BFF necklaces that fit together. You know, That's like right. you yeah, wear half of it, he wears half of it. And it's like when you come together, you're like, you know, you it, activate full friendship powers. It's going to be really awkward to wear, but man, it's going to be cool. <laughs> that is that is super cool. <laughs> like and Flava Flav. Yes, yes, yes. Giant, yeah, just giant deer antlers hanging off the side, and then you see him, and you're like, cool. "Look, they come off the same deer. They match." See, super uh, friends. Yeah, I think people don't. I think a lot of people that uh, you know aren't hunters that don't that don't get outside don't realize that that the deer shed their antlers every year and and you you think mm-hmm. like you 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 think and i mean know like you know when i was a kid and you know the assumption that you make is like well yeah they get older and their antlers are are larger and more points and all of that because every year they keep growing them and growing them and that's how they get to be bigger and bigger but that's not the case at all they 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 shed them once a year and and i guess then they just as the the male uh bucks grow when they when when the antlers come back they're bigger and bigger each year correct yeah and and, and white tail velvet and velvet is the, uh, the the tissue that covers the still growing uh antler uh that is some of the fastest growing tissue in the known world yeah uh it, it it's incredible a deer can a deer can put on up to an inch of antler every day during the growing during the growing season and then there comes a point in september ish where the blood supply is cut off to the velvet and it dries up and uh the deer will start to rake their antlers against tree branches and tree trunks and it peels that velvet off and it's kind of a bloody nasty mess for for those few days until it dries up and just kind of uh, comes off and then you then you have clean bone there and and then uh, the, and this is all kind of based on daylight uh, the amount of daylight during uh, during the season but there comes a point in the spring where the daylight hits just enough and these it's it's incre- the biology behind this is is incredible because there are these cells called osteoclasts they get they kind of read the information from the deer's hormones say okay it's time to go in and cut this and terminate this connection between the deer's pedicle the the kind of the the socket on top of their head and the rest of the antlers so they go through and they dissolve this layer of bone and the antler pops off and sometimes they come off together most times one side comes off before another side it could be days or maybe even a week or two before the other side comes off so finding a match set is always a a big deal because it's kind of rare that, that you find that uh, but it's like a like an Easter egg hunt going out there trying to find them, and even people that don't hunt, 
still can have fun going out and finding sheds. And the, the other cool thing is parks and municipal ground and public ground, places where maybe you couldn't actively deer hunt, but deer are still living and in abundance. You can, there's, not, there's no loss and you can walk through there and do some shed hunting. So take your kids out yeah. uh, and, and, and just have a great time. And it is a lot of fun finding sheds. It it sounds it sounds like it it really does sound like a treasure hunt. Like if you find a nice antler, you know, a nice uh, a, a nice set of antlers, like that would be that would be a big deal. That would be that would be a super cool thing, especially if you are out there with your kids and you know, and and walking around a, a piece of property looking for something like that. That, that does that that's amazing. I had never heard of shed hunting season, but it makes all the sense in the world. Now here's a dumb question. Probably dumb and confusing. So the perfect kind of question Ooh. for the show here. Okay. Um, when the when a, a a specific animal, when a specific buck grows their antlers and then sheds them, when the next time when they grow in, do they match the the one from the previous year and then just kind of add on to that? Is it sort of the same pattern that just continues to grow? Um, or is it a completely different, a unique set of antlers every year, you know, even if it's the same animal? Yeah, so it, so th- this is the other crazy thing is that it is an iteration of the previous year. Uh, and, and th- cool. There are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. If, if a deer gets injured, like if a deer injures its ho- one of the hooves on its right side, the left side antler could – could very well be deformed it could grow like a medusa thing or it could grow it could grow a drop time or it 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 could be different it's weird how like you know it kind of follows the 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 nerve patterns where something happens on the right it impacts the left um but but typically a deer will get bigger and up till about the age of seven once a deer hits seven years old that's kind of peak maturity and then Eight nine if they if they make it to eight nine ten and beyond that's considered really old for a whitetail and typically uh, they are their 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 antler uh, size and quality is kind of going downhill at that point gotcha. but up until about seven they're usually putting on some inches they're putting on some mass maybe some extra points but you can usually tell like especially if you have trail camp pictures from year to year to year you can usually tell what deer is is which deer even year to year, because it's typically just an iteration of what they had previously. Man, that is the 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 biology behind that is just absolutely fascinating, and I think something that people just aren't very aware of unless they are, you know, avid hunters and there's somebody that uh, is really into this stuff. So that is that's super cool stuff. So um, it's it's shed hunting season. It's a little bit of a lull right now with deer hunting season being over, turkey hunting season um, coming up in April. But uh, we do have, you know, we have other hunting seasons here in the state of Missouri. We've talked with you over the years. We're talking to Tim Shelswick from Drury Outdoors right now on the Bluff City Outdoors show. Um, you know, uh, bear season and elk season, which was a big comeback last year. So um, uh, what is going on with those sort of more unique seasons right now? And I know also right now it's it's predator season, I believe. And, and so fill us in on that a little bit as well. Yeah, I'm not sure that there are going to be any big changes with elk and bear. I think I think the uh, the Department of Conservation just just going to kind of continue to roll with uh, 
with the process as is for right now. That, that could change. I don't know. Uh, but but my, my gut is that those seasons and those quotas, the bag limits and everything, those will probably pretty much stay the same as well as the, the process for applying for those hunts. Um, now uh, you mentioned predator season and, uh, and, and usually you can, you can kill predators for a, a big part of the year. The, the unique thing about right now is that uh, because most seasons are closed, waterfowl seasons are closed, small game, uh, migratory birds, whitetail, like there's most everything is closed. So by default, uh, people that are still wanting to go out in the woods, they still want to, uh, they still want to actively hunt something. Predators are kind of the the one of the the only defaults that you can kind of jump back to. And and really, with turkey numbers struggling in most places across the country, there's a resurgence in interest in taking out coyotes, taking out nest raiders mm. like raccoons and possums and skunks and things that that don't really do a whole lot for the, the the native ecology. And in fact, because trapping has really gone by the wayside over the past 30 some years, because fur prices are so low, um, th- those predator numbers have gotten out of control. I mean, we're all hearing stories about, well, there's a, there's a coyote, there's, a, there's like a pack of coyotes on a shoto. Like these, these, these previously in check animals uh, are now way too abundant and, uh, and they're really impacting turkey numbers. So more people are interested in going out and trying to kill a few coyotes and raccoons and things that, that make it really tough for turkeys to thrive. And, and so, um, so predator hunting, even predator trapping is starting to come back into, into the mainstream, which is, which is a really good thing. Yeah, Mark McMurray, who is obviously the co-host of this show, who is not here this week because he is at a, a fishing show with Bluff City Outdoors, a store that he owns, a namesake of this of this show. Um, but he is, you know, you mentioned how that how trapping is not the the uh, uh, I guess occupation that it used to be, the habit that it used to be for many people. But that is Mark's specialty. He is a trapper from way back, and we've had trappers on this this show before that have highlighted exactly what you were just talking about, how some of these more invasive species, because the trapping industry has has dwindled, are you know becoming a nuisance and becoming more and more of a, of a problem out there. And I didn't realize that the specifically with the coyotes had been getting into uh, affecting turkey numbers. Is that going to, if that continues, uh, Tim, would that maybe start to affect the the tags or the rules around hunting seasons in the state of Missouri or Illinois or the area if we continue to see these dwindling numbers due to the the predators? It, it it will and and, and it has uh, Missouri uh, just in the past oh, maybe two years has um, has just opened up uh, nighttime hunting for coyotes. It used to be you could not hunt coyotes overnight, but now you can. And so uh, people are kind of leaning leaning on thermal scopes and and some newer technologies to make it uh, make it possible to to hunt coyotes overnight when they are really really active. So, so I, I think that you know Missouri Department of Conservation, Illinois DNR, they all recognize the the impact these out of control predators have, and so they are trying to be reactive and responsive to to make it easier to to help hunters because hunters are 
their primary management tool when it comes to wildlife. Um, they're trying to give hunters more tools to be more effective to hopefully knock these numbers back. And before we move off of this topic, because there's some other stuff that I want to talk to Tim about before we run out of time. But uh, speaking of predator hunting, we covered this story on our show a few weeks ago, but it definitely made me think of you. Uh, I'm sure you saw the story about Derek Wolf, the former Kansas City Chiefs player that tracked and killed a mountain lion that was terrorizing, had killed pets in the area in Colorado, in this rural area in Colorado, had killed pets and was definitely uh, a threat to the public, especially small children and things like that. But reading that experience, and we won't rehash the whole thing, go back a few shows and and check out the podcast if you want the whole story. But um, what a, to me, what a cool story about somebody who had the skills to do so to go and take out this this predator that was causing a problem in in the area there as a, a safety issue and then also reusing that animal for you know its its meat and other resources i just thought what a what a great perfect story about the benefits of you know the these 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 activities like hunting and fishing and things that we are all so proud of. Yeah. And, and, and you do like we, we have, we have impacted the landscape. Like it's too late. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. We, we have mankind has, has forever changed the environment. And that means that we are now in the role of stewards. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do something about that. And, uh, and, and it's easy to, to sit back if you live in a totally different area and, um, and Monday morning quarterback, someone and say, well, they shouldn't have done that and, and wag your finger at them. But boy, I tell you, like, if you've got, if you got, a, you know, a three-year-old kid running around your yard, that kid is, is at risk of being nabbed by a mountain lion. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a small dog uh, or a pet, you know, any kind of cherished family pet, they're at risk of being, even, even coyotes, coyotes get hungry enough. They will, they will take down little kids and they will take down family pets. They do it. There's, mm-hmm. So, uh, so it, it's a little different when, when you live in a community and you're experiencing uh, a predator like that. Um, I, I think you just have a different appreciation for managing the resource and making sure that you're keeping people safe. Heck, even, even cattle ranchers, their, their livelihood is standing out there on their, on their pastures and they have to make sure that they're, they're protecting that. They, if they let too many coyotes or, or mountain lions get to their livestock, they may lose their home and their ranch next year. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we we definitely have to manage manage these these resources. And and I don't I don't know of any hunters that are saying let's go in and wipe out anything in particular. We all just want to manage and be able to uh, to keep populations at a reasonable level and keep dangerous animals out of areas where they can do some real harm. Yep, absolutely. It's a great story, and there are other stories like that that happen, you know, every day across the country, but uh, uh, that one was such a high-profile story because it involved a former Super Bowl champion of Kansas City Chiefs that was the man who tracked and and finally did kill this mountain lion with the uh, with the bow, which is just a great story. Mm-hmm. So go back and check out uh, – 
go back out and check out the podcast where we talked about it. If you're not familiar with that story, and it's you can find it anywhere. It's still you know obviously very available on the internet. Uh, you guys have a podcast? Yeah, we do. This show is a podcast. You're you're on it right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. You so have a podcast been rec- too. You've been re- oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. good to know. Oh yeah, this is yeah. You're on the air. This is yeah. Huh. We're on the radio right now. Yeah, and and this will be released wow. as a podcast. Yeah, no, I should have told nervous. you. That. Sorry, I should have told you that earlier. I didn't. I didn't want you to get scared. Um, <laughs> I thought by law you're supposed to tell people you're recording them. <laughs> well, I don't know. We can, uh, you know, it's my word against yours. Uh, before we run out of time, I wanted to, and, and next time we'll have to get you back on in a few weeks to explore this topic even further. But, um, you know, obviously, whenever we have you on the show, we're talking about hunting and fishing and the great outdoors. But you are also somebody that's very passionate and sort of recently have really gotten into uh, taking care of yourself and physical fitness and uh, in ultra marathons and all of those types of things. So I know you're writing an article that's going to be uh, that's going to be out in about a month or so. And like I said, we'll have to have you back on to really dive into that topic when when that article is out. But, uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about about this discovery that you've made about yourself and this sort of uh, path that you've put yourself on to uh, in, increase your physical fitness and, and sort of another challenge that you have taken on. Yeah, so um, I, I, I've run a few marathons in the past. I've been a runner for a while, but I decided to, to try an ultra marathon last year. And, uh, and so I wrote a whole piece on it over at the thinkingwoodsman.com. It's a nine part series. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a, a real adventure. And I think most, most people need some kind of mission or adventure in their lives, regardless of what it is. And not, you know, for everyone, it's not going to be an ultra marathon. It could be something as simple as I just want to go out and hike with my kids on a regular basis and be healthy enough to do that. So I have this Facebook group called Legion of Woodsmen. You can just search for Legion of Woodsmen on Facebook and I give all kinds of free advice and recipes and gear reviews and just all kinds of stuff to help people get better and, and, and be fit in a way they can better enjoy the outdoors. And uh, in April, like you mentioned, Tony, the Missouri Conservationist is running an article I ran on how to get started with trail running because a lot of people like to hike. There's a big group of runners out there, but there's also this in-between area of trail running. And you can, it's, it's a way to experience nature in a totally different way and unlock trails that you maybe would never have gotten to or seen unless you were trail running. So I take you from zero to out there pounding out some miles in that article. So that'll be in the Missouri Conservationist. And the great thing about that magazine is as long as you're a Missouri resident, you can get it for free. Just go to mdc.mo.gov, sign up, and they'll start sending it to you monthly. Yeah, it, which is something that I am going to do pretty much immediately. I want to make sure that uh, I have that magazine. I can't believe that I'm not signed up for it already. Um, I didn't realize it was free and sent to your house every day, so uh, it, my bad for not knowing that. It's certainly something I should have known and definitely want to get that subscription going at my house in time to read the article that's coming out in April. And, yeah. Go ahead. Then there's a kid's version called Explore, and it also is free. And I oh, think cool. it comes out monthly. So my, my, my kids love getting it. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. All at mdc.mo.gov. Make sure you are checking it out. Also, Legion of Woodsmen on Facebook is the uh, is the page that Tim just mentioned. 
And as I alluded to earlier, you also have a great show, the 100% Wild Podcast there at Drury Outdoors. Uh, tell us about the podcast and also anything else that's happening. Maybe uh, I know it's with deer season being over. Um, uh, there's still a lot, though, happening on the DeerCast app. So remind folks about DeerCast and about the podcast. Yeah, DeerCast, uh, it has maps now in it. So so especially as you're going out doing your turkey scouting or even like on this past Saturday when I went out shed hunting, I found a shed and I, I dropped a waypoint and put the shed waypoint down there. So I know I, uh, this is this is the spot where a deer dropped one and, and it could happen again in the future. So I want to record all that. But the, having the maps feature is really helpful uh, to be able to do your turkey season scouting and planning and even sharing waypoints with buddies. If you're going to meet someone at the blind, you can just share a waypoint right to them, uh, which is, which is pretty slick. So, uh, yeah. so definitely the DeerCast app is up. It's, it's on all platforms. You can get it for iOS or Android. And then, yeah, Matt Drury and I host the hundred percent wild podcast that airs every week and we'll have country music stars and we'll have, uh, turkey hunting legends and whitetail hunting legends, pretty much people that know what they're doing because Matt and I just are kind of okay hunters. Uh, <laughs> so if, if you want a podcast that doesn't pretend to be anything that it's not, that's the 100% Wild Podcast. That's us. Great stuff. Make sure you're checking it out. Make sure you're subscribed to the 100% Wild Podcast at the same time that you subscribe to the Bluff City Outdoors show podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss either of our great shows and tim shelsbick from Drury outdoors thank you so much as always for your time this morning and uh we'll talk to you soon my friend all right see you guys so yeah that is tim shelsbick from Drury outdoors great stuff from him as always all right we need to bring you this week's fishing report we will get into that and more in just a moment don't go anywhere you are listening to the bluff city outdoors show on 1019 and 941 you're listening to the bluff city outdoor show on news talk stl Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoors show on 1019 and 941 News Talk STL. Big thank you to our friend Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors for joining us in that last segment. Always a great conversation when Tim is on the show. And want to remind you that if you happen to miss any of that conversation or just want to make sure that you never miss anything that happens here on the show. Don't forget to make sure that you're subscribed to our podcast. The uh, Bluff City Outdoors Show podcast is available just about anywhere that podcasts uh, are. (laughs) Whatever your favorite podcast platform is, we are basically on all of them. So Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and many, many more. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you never miss anything that happens here on the show. As I mentioned, I'm Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Leah. My partner, Mark McMurray, is out and about. Uh, Bluff City Outdoors has been a very busy place over these last few weeks as it is show season in the fishing industry. And so he is traveling again at another fishing show out of town and will be back in studio with us next week. And that is very important because next week, speaking of big weeks out of Bluff City Outdoors, 
want to remind you that next weekend is the spring sale out at Bluff City Outdoors. It's a once-a-year occurrence. This is not one of those things where, like, you know, there's a big blowout sale every three weeks or something like that. No, they do this one weekend a year. That's it, and it is the lowest prices on everything in the store every year, so you've got to take advantage of it. I can't believe so it's this the the sale happens the first weekend of March every year. And as we were saying earlier, I cannot believe that next week, this coming week, is March. It is here. It is encouraging to think that the weather is going to be turning around and things are going to be getting uh, better out there for everybody to enjoy the great outdoors. So stock up now, this weekend, <laughs> at Bluff City Outdoors. They are about a mile east of Fast Eddie's in Alton. You can get more information about uh, how to get there or what they're all about by following Bluff City Outdoors on Facebook or their website, bluffcityoutdoors.com. But I know that I am going to be taking advantage of the spring sale, and I think that you should be doing the same. And I'm sure that Next week, when Mark is back in studio with us and we're talking to him about uh, what's happening out of Bluff City, it's going to be a whole lot about the spring sale because we will be right in the middle of it. So make plans to get out there and take advantage of those great prices. Once a year, opportunity with the spring sale out there at Bluff City Outdoors. Another great event uh, that I want to remind you of is the R100 event. And this is something for archers, for uh, people that enjoy to uh, bow hunt in the area. This is a really cool Reinhardt uh, event that has never before been in our area. And we talked about Bluff City Outdoors and how they have opened up their brand new archery range and their brand new state-of-the-art techno hunt system. Um, they uh, uh, they are the only place within um, like a hundred miles of of the St. Louis area that has the facilities that um, that they have. There's nobody else like that in the area, and I think Reinhardt has recognized that, and they have worked with Bluff City Outdoors to bring this super cool event to our area. And it's April 14th through the 16th. You can get. More information on the R100 shoot by going to r100.org. Or again, just make sure you're following Bluff City Outdoors on all of their uh, platforms like uh, Facebook, Bluff City Outdoors on Facebook, or bluffcityoutdoors.com to get all of those details and make sure that you are a part of that great event. Because if that is something that you enjoy, then this is definitely something that you are not going to want to miss. It's also very family-friendly. They have kids' activities, so there's something for everybody at the R100 event. And again, that's happening on April 14th, April 14th through the 16th, brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors. All right, it is segment three of the show, and that means that it is the time for the uh, weekly fishing report. And without Mark here, it'll be a little bit of an abbreviated fishing report, but uh, just got this from our buddy Mike Marfell out at the Lake of the Ozarks. So this is the Lake of the Ozarks fishing report, but it also, uh, as Mike says here, it... um, you know, for for most lakes in the area, these are the, the tips that you're going to want to use this time of year. So if you're going to be out uh, on the water this week, make sure you uh, are listening to this advice here. So what Mike says about Lake of the Ozarks says, 
Bass Bite is good. Took 21.66 pounds with five fish to win last weekend's tournament. Third was 19.7. So the big guys are eating. Most common, uh, or most coming, excuse me, on the Alabama rig. So get out the big rod and toss that dude all day or until your arms and shoulders give out. Then the finesse jig and jerk bait, your next best baits, jerk bait have both a regular and deep diver rigged fish all of them slow in your typical winter areas we talk about like channel swing banks and points bluff ends big commercial docks deep brush 15 to 25 feet and shallower if we get a few warm days with sun days are getting longer and the bite will continue to get better before we hit those pre-spawn patterns and it gets fun in all caps good luck and be safe and courteous out there on the water that is the fishing report from our buddy mike marfell professional fisherman who is uh out at the lake of the ozarks and speaking of that uh, days are getting longer situation as we mentioned coming up on march 12th just a couple weeks from now we will be entering daylight savings time so not only are days already starting to creep up and get a little bit longer, but uh, we're going to get that uh, that relief from the dark, long afternoons or long, long nights, I should say, and get some light in the afternoon starting on March 12th. So there is some super exciting things happening with the spring sale next weekend out at Bluff City Outdoors with the R100 event coming up on April 14th and with the daylight savings time right around the corner. There's a whole lot of things to be excited about if you are wanting to enjoy the great outdoors. Uh, I want to remind you, speaking of great outdoors activities, it is a great time to be grilling. I don't need to uh, wait for the spring. My For me, grilling season is all year round. I grill when it's 110 degrees outside and I grill in the snow. But if you are somebody that's waiting for a little bit nicer weather, it is right around the corner. And one of the great sponsors of this show is Rockwood Charcoal. Rockwood Lump Charcoal is not only a great local business that you uh, might want to support. I know for me, uh, supporting local industry, supporting local businesses is very important. But you're not sacrificing anything. You're not sacrificing quality or anything when you shop at Rockwood Charcoal either because they, for nine years in a row, have been ranked the number one consumer-rated charcoal in the country. So they are literally the best, and you are also supporting a local business and local industry. Missouri is the number one charcoal maker in the country so you know a lot of these dollars are all staying right here in our area and rockwood lump charcoal you you have to highlight the the word lump there because if you've not grilled or cooked with lump charcoal before it's a little bit different than you're probably used to especially with like the traditional briquettes uh and that is because they are basically just pure carbon there's nothing there's no extra there's no extra chemicals, there's no filler, there's no crap uh, put into lump charcoal. It's basically just Missouri hardwood, hardwoods, pure carbon, which gives you a much better cooking experience. The first time that I tried lump charcoal was with Rockwood, and I will never go back to doing anything else because it is just such a superior 
grilling experience. You have more control. It burns faster. The fire's ready faster. It burns hotter. Um, as I mentioned, you can you can do more with it. You can control. You know, you're not. It's not like you don't have these various hot spots or cold spots or whatever. It it burns evenly and. Uh, just gives you more control over everything that you're doing, especially if you use other things from Rockwood Charcoal, like their smoking woods. You in- include that into the mix, and you start to get a little bit fancier and and start to uh, enhance that grilling experience even more. You can learn about Rockwood Charcoal on the website, rockwoodcharcoal.com, but they are available in over 100 area stores. So there is one near you. They are nationwide in Ace Hardware stores. So if you have an Ace Hardware by you, you can find Rockwood Charcoal there. Or if you don't and you just want to find where the closest one to you is, because there will be one, again, just go to rockwoodcharcoal.com, find the closest location uh, to you, and pick up some grilling tips and tricks, especially if you have never used uh, lump charcoal before. Because, again, it is a little bit of a uh, learning experience, but you'll have it down within minutes and you will see immediately the benefits of using Rockwood Lump Charcoal. So again, uh, rockwoodcharcoal.com to get all of those details. All right, as I mentioned, Mark McMurray will be back with us in studio next week and we will be right in the middle of the spring sale out at Bluff City Outdoors. So make sure that you are getting uh, ready to take advantage of that awesome sale one time a year. Lowest prices across the store. Everything in Bluff City Outdoors will be on sale at the lowest prices of the year, and it only happens for one weekend a year, and it's next weekend, the first weekend in March. I can't believe that uh, next week when we do the show, it will be March. Looking forward to that. Again, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast so you never miss anything that happens here, and we will see you next week for Producer Leah and my partner, Mark McMurray, who is out but will be back next week. I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of the Bluff City Outdoor Show here on 101.9 and 94.1 News Talk STL.